Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Do more and stay ahead of the pack. Visit mtn.com.gh slash business or call or WhatsApp 0244-308111 for inquiries. It's time to scale up this July with MTN. MTN. Hello, good afternoon. This is the Midday News.
The news is live on Joy 99.7 in Accra, Love 99.5 in Kumasi. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Jubilee Radio Keta, Sun City Radio Keta, Saboba FM Saboba, and A1 Radio Bolgatanga. We are live on Twitter Spaces, Facebook live stream, and my Joy Online interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. Coming up, don't patronize unaccredited programs run by some public universities. That's the call from the Ghana Tertiary Education Commission as it emerges despite concerns raised by the Auditor General. KNUST still has over 360 unaccredited courses, leaving Parliament furious. Currently, we have more than 500 programs. And as we speak, we have over 140 accredited as a committee, we are not happy. Thank you, Honorable Chair. I'm sorry that you are not happy. Well, the universities say the situation is beyond them, but the Ghana Tertiary Education Commission says the excuse is untenable. In terms of institutions that advertise and as they are doing now, our caution to them is that you can only and should only advertise accredited programs. Also, Court of Appeal rules alleged prejudicial comments made by President Ekufuado did not influence decision by the High Court to hear the James Dachikwesin trial on a daily basis. That hasn't come to us as a surprise. Uh, we are still soldiering on. Even though this has been dismissed, we still have uh, some applications at the Supreme Court and we'll pursue it. Also, Supreme Court unanimously dismisses case asking that it stops Parliament from proceeding with its consideration of the anti-gay bill. We're disappointed, but this is not the end of it. There, there is also a substantive matter that we have filed before the Supreme Court. Also in this package, who makes it to the superdelegates list of the NPP ahead of the August 26 Congress to trim the number of presidential aspirants to five as leadership of the party begins the processes to finalize their list? We are in the final stage of doing the uh, compilation because when we talk about the funding, uh, members, some have died, so we have to take their names out also before the weekends. We should have the final list for the special delegate election. Also, the National Executive Committee and the Council of Elders of the NPP to take final decision on recommendations of the vetting committee that interviewed presidential aspirants. Vetting committee can only recommend. It is National Council that gives final approval. And in sports, Hearts of Oak clarifies FIFA ruling on the area's old former coach Slavko Matic. Plus, good news for Arsenal fans about Thomas Pate. Details in 20 minutes. Also, 10-day-old baby dies in alleged medical negligence at the KNUST hospital in Kumasi. The hospital was negligent in the conduct of the circumcision. More as the parents of this baby demand justice for their only male child who died during circumcision. The pain that you go through, unless you experience it, because it's something you cannot even express it. We've got details of these and more here on the Midday News. Thanks for choosing us. Join News, independent, fearless and credible.
It's a pleasure to have you here. I'm Bernice Abubeidulansa. The details now. The Public Accounts Committee of Parliament is unhappy about the continuous running of unaccredited programs by almost all public universities in Ghana. As of today, the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology, KNUSD, has over 300 programs yet to be accredited. That's according to its Vice-Chancellor, Professor Rita Akusia-Dixon. Responding to audit findings before the committee, most of the programs, we are told, are at various stages of accreditation, describing it as an unfair suggestion for such programs to be stopped. Currently, we have more than 500 programs. And as we speak, we have about over 140 um, accredited, but and some of them at various stages of accreditation. For example, I'm able to report, Honorable Chair, that um, we've been working very closely with GTEC to be able to ensure that these programs are accredited. Currently, as we speak, we have over 100 programs that we are expecting GTEC to mobilize and put together faculty to come and review on our campus. Thank you. Madam, please, the auditors ask that you cease running programs that are not accredited. Have you stopped? A number of them are re-accreditation programs. So you are running the program, the, person, the student gets to third or fourth year, then the accreditation period expires. You don't just, in the middle of it, cease running the program. And well, for authorities at the University of Ghana, they say they've taken steps to ensure the accreditation of some of the school's programs listed as uncredited, unaccredited, I beg your pardon, in the 2021 Auditor General's report. Speaking before the same committee on Tuesday, Registrar Emilia A.J. Mensa said the university has made sure 60 out of 80 undergraduate programs are now accredited. Listen to the, her interaction uh, with Vice Chairman of the Public Accounts Committee, Samuel Atam. Currently, we have 132 programs which are fully accredited, Madam, and this cuts across all levels. Madam, I'm sorry. 2021, the auditors came in for the undergraduate programs. 80 of them were not accredited. I'm interested in that 80 that was not accredited. What have you done about it? Out of the 80, I would say that currently we have... 60 of the undergraduate programs fully accredited and the rest are in the process of being accredited. That's Registrar of the University of Ghana, Emilia A.J. Mensa, in a conversation with Vice Chairman of the Public Accounts Committee, Samuel Atamils. This afternoon, we've been joined by Deputy Director General of the Ghana Tertiary Education Commission, Professor Ahmed Abdullahi Janapo, for a quick conversation on this. Great to have you here, sir. Thanks for your time. I remember last year uh, when the Auditor General's report came out, there were a lot of conversations and recommendations made. Why are we back at this point in 2023? Well, for Benis, let me say good afternoon to you and to your cherished listeners. I think uh, the simple response is that it is disappointing that uh, at this stage we have programs that are unaccredited and have been advertised by universities like University of Ghana and Kwame Nkrumah University. Why am I saying this? Somewhere last year we had legacy unaccredited programs. And when I say legacy unaccredited programs, these are programs that did not have accreditation under the auspices 
of the SYMAB. So when GTEC came into being, and I must say, the universities have been very, very forceful in cooperating with GTEC to get these programs accredited. So to the best of our knowledge, we've tried as much as possible to clear you that somewhere last month I had a press conference where I indicated the statistics relative to these legacy accredited, unaccredited programs. So we've done extremely well. The problem here, and listening to the two officials of the two universities, it has to do with the mindset and understanding of what accreditation is. For the fact that you've applied for accreditation, do not give you the chance for you to advertise. Right, right, it's prof, just like I, a driver's license. Right, right, I, 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 I get your point there, Prof, but there's also an issue with courses that are being run. So, she, I mean, uh, Vice Chancellor of KNUST, uh, Professor Rita Akusia-Dixon, for example, talks about um, what to do if a student is running a four-year program which needs okay. re-accreditation. So, 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 so the letter that right. gives you accreditation is, on, is emphatic and unequivocal that you must start the accreditation process one year ahead of time. One year. So there is no way that a, a program should more or less expire within the period that is being run. The challenge that we have has to do with the mindset of what accreditation is. For the fact that you've applied for accreditation does not mean you are going to get accreditation. And this is the way forward. This is what GTEC is going to do. Starting from this week till next week, we are going to start publishing all centers programs that are run by various institutions that are unaccredited. By law, we are supposed to add, uh, publish those that are accredited, and by inference, it means that if the program is not published on the GTEC website or in the newspapers, automatically it's unaccredited. But what we are going to do is that we are going to take it a step further. We are going to publish all centers and programs that are unaccredited and caution the general public from sourcing those programs. Prof. And if it means, mm. if it means, Dennis, if it means that we have to crack the whip, I think the law would have to take its own. So course. crack the whip here means what? The law is very clear. It is, it is a prisonable offense for you to run a program that is unaccredited or to even advertise it. And I think the managers of these institutions are very much aware. So what we are saying is that, look, you are either accredited or you don't run. So I'm there sure there's no the, middle ground between it. Finally, Prof, that there are people listening to us who are really concerned. They may be running a uh, pursuing a course rather that is unaccredited. What do they do? I think I think this is this this should be uh, this question should be brought before the, the doorstep of the managers of the institution. The program is accredited or it's not accredited. It's simple as that. Last year, because we had legacy issues, we gave the assurance to this. Uh, individuals who happen to be sourcing those programs that GTEC is the body that gives accreditation and we could backdate it. But if it is by virtue of recalcitrance where institutions tend to advertise and run programs that they know are unaccredited and by the fact that they've just put in an application uh, as a result, they just want to flood the law. I think they, they have to be responsible for that. Okay, I appreciate your time here this afternoon. That's Deputy Director General of the Ghana Tertiary Education Commission, Professor Ahmed Abdullah Jinnapa. We'll leave it here for now and continue the conversation in subsequent bulletins. Away from that, the Court of Appeal has in a unanimous decision ruled that the alleged prejudicial comments made by President Ikufadu did not influence the decision of the High Court to hear the James Dachukwesen trial on a day-to-day -day basis. The Court 
judge has, has as a result given the green light for this mode of trial to continue. The legislator has in the last few weeks set in motion multiple legal processes all in a bid to halt this court schedule. The High Court yesterday opted to proceed with the case despite a pending process at the Court of Appeal on the same matter. Well, the Court of Appeal has ruled that the judge acted within the law. Our legal affairs correspondent Joseph Akable joins us with more. First, Joseph, tell us about the legal argument advanced by both sides. And so for lawyers, for Mr. Kwesin, they made a point that as far as they are concerned, uh, comments that have been made by the president and other ministers of state and the attorney general point to the fact that there's a predetermined outcome. I, James Judge Kwesin, will be found guilty and will be jailed. And so they make the point that it is in furtherance of that predetermined outcome, for which reason the court is moving fast with the case and fixing the day-to-day hearing. Uh, but the Attorney General Godfrey Yabu Adami described uh, those comments as not being relevant. He says the question that was before the High Court was for it to decide when to hold this hearing, and the law allows the court to do so. The judge and the court agreed with this particular decision, but for lawyers, for Mr. Kwesin, uh, they say they are not happy about this outcome. We can listen to Ibrahim Maliba, who is a member of the NBC. That hasn't come to us as a surprise. Uh, we are still soldiering on. Um, even though this has been dismissed, we still have uh, some applications at the Supreme Court and we'll pursue it. But it hasn't come to us as a surprise. I mean, the issue of the prejudicial comments, I mean, once again, the courts, like the courts below, took the view that those are not matters that are relevant. It did not use relevant in this instance, but just to say that they are extrajudicial comments that did not influence the decision of the courts. But how, in God's name, can the statements made by the president not weigh on a judge, a judge who is appointed by that same president? How in God's name can comments from the judge, from the president, not have an effect on a judge who was appointed by the president? So I'm saying that I'm not surprised, but so let's leave it at that. The argument of the court, that's what is important. The matter was still before a judge. And once you made those prejudicial comments, it is expected that those comments will have some way on the on the judge so i don't think that the, the court was right that's director of the ndc's legal of uh, legal affairs abraham amaliba speaking earlier there to my colleague joseph akable still in court a nine-member supreme court panel presided over by chief justice getru tokono has dismissed a request that it holds parliament's consideration of the anti-gay bill the court says it has not been convinced to issue such an order at this stage since the martyrs race will be dealt with in the substantive case this is the court's decision in a case filed by researcher dr amanda odoy who is alleged in parliament's work on the proposal Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Breach of the Constitution. Dr. Odoy's legal team additionally withdrew the case of contempt filed against the Speaker of Parliament. Joseph is still with us. Joseph, first, tell us about the arguments that were advanced against the bill and why the court has not been convinced. So, Dr. Odoy's legal team make the point that their main contention regarding the bill is the fact that it imposes uh, some charges on the consolidated fund, but nonetheless, the speaker gave the green light for the bill to be considered. And so they, says, they say that if the court allows parliament to proceed with this consideration and eventually pass the bill, it will mean that charges or costs that will be incurred by the state, it cannot be refunded or obtained back because it has been spent already. And so they think that at this stage, the court should put the matter on hold and determine whether the speaker was right to allow the bill to go, especially because it's a private member's bill. Uh, for lawyers for the Speaker of Parliament, led by Sadio Sorry, they made a point that it is obvious. The applicants have indicated that even the process in Parliament has, has accommodated some of the concerns that have been raised. And so he does not think that the court should be injuncted. The Attorney General's Office also took that same view that Parliament should not be injuncted. And the court also agreed with that conclusion, making the point that it cannot injunct Parliament at this stage since a case has not been made meriting such a conclusion to be reached. Professor Tetua Menu, who is one of the individuals who have spoke up against this particular bill, makes the point that he is disappointed in the outcome of this decision. Always going to be difficult. This is a case of first impression. The courts are usually quite reluctant to interfere in another branch of parliament. So we're disappointed, but this is not the end of it. There, there is also a substantive matter that we have filed before the Supreme Court. So we'll be waiting for that case to be listed. We've made our concerns several times. So we have a substantive. The bill has not been passed. So today, all these issues were procedural. It was about the manner in which it was being done. But there are substantive issues about the content of the bill, and we'll get to that later. So that's Professor Techua Menu, one of the people who has issues with uh, the anti-gay bill being looked at in Parliament. Away from uh, the courts, let's head 
let's do some politics now. The National Executive Committee of the Governing NPP is busy finalizing the list for the Super Delegates Congress expected to take place on August 26. The primary role of the delegates is to trim the number of presidential aspirants to five ahead of the November Congress to elect a presidential candidate for the 2024 elections. General Secretary of the NPP, Justin Kudyafrimpo, expects the finalized delegates list to be ready this weekend. He tells Joy News a National Executive Committee and Council of Elders meeting tomorrow will also take a decision on the recommendations of the Vertin Committee. Then this week on Thursday, the 20th of July, the party NEC and National Council will be meeting. A virtual committee can only recommend. It is National Council that gives final approval. Uh, barring any unforeseen circumstances or situation that may happen, I'm sure all the 10 uh, personalities who were recommended by virtual committee will sail through. Then our party constitution is very clear. If you go to Article 13, uh, it states clearly that where uh, after voting, uh, we have more than five uh, aspirants, then the party goes into what we refer to as special delegate college to trim the number from uh, whatever figure to five. So that is what we are waiting. So by Thursday, if National Council gives the approval, they set the date for special delegate uh, elections, which will happen on the 26th of August. We are in the final stage of doing the uh, compilation, and um, on top of my head, um, basically we are not going to exceed 1,000. So between 900 uh, to 1,000 um, delegates will form the uh, special electoral college. That's General Secretary of the NPP, Justin Frimpong-Kodia. So who makes up the specialized groups within the NPP? Well, member of our political desk, Samuel Mbura, joins me with some answers. Um, Samuel, run us through the list as captured in the NPP's constitution. Bennett, the Special Electoral College shall comprise the following delegates, the National Council, the National Executive Committee, the Regional Executive Committees, National Council of Elders, members of Parliament, three representatives, each of um, special organs of the party, past national officers, three representatives, each from every external branch, founding members during the registration of the party at the Electoral Commission, all new patriotic party card-bearing ministers when the party is in government, every delegate uh, is entitled to one vote. Uh, that's Samuel Mbura of our political desk. Let's stay a while on this. We've been joined on the line by the Deputy General Secretary of the NPP, Haruna Mohammed. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Now, the General Secretary spoke about removing names of deceased members captured in the super delegates list. What happens after? Uh, are they replaced with new names? Just run us through the process exactly. Thank you very much. I say good afternoon to um, all your listeners. Um, as chaired by the General Secretary of the party, um, anybody that uh, is deceased uh, would not have the opportunity to have his or her name because the person is deceased. And as read by your reporter on Article 13.9 of our party's constitution, it is very specific. That is members of the National Council. So if you are a member of the National Council, for example, if I am a member of the National Council, if I am deceased, there is no way that I'm going to be replaced. So there is not going to be a room for replacements onto the list of 
the special delegates conference. Once the person is deceased, he's deceased. And uh, by virtue of the constitutional provision, if you are a former national officer or um, you are a card-bearing minister, card-bearing minister, if you are off, I don't think that you'll be given the opportunity or any other person will be given the opportunity to be replaced. I'm grateful once for you're it. Right, national officer. Right. And once you die, you cannot transfer your ownership to an existing human being who can take your place. So there will not be a room for replacements. Grateful for your time this afternoon. That's Deputy General Secretary of the NPP, Aruna Mohammed. You're listening to the Midday News here on Joy 99.7 FM with me, Bernice Abubedu Lansa. It's the Midday News is sponsored by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank where Dura Plus goes, water flows. Still to come, 10 day old baby. Baby dies in alleged medical negligence at Kane USD Hospital in Kumasi. The hospital was negligent in the conduct of the circumcision. Thanks for staying here on the midday news, and uh, we'll be bringing you sports also right after. Imagine say water wake up at dawn in all both in all chop. Where it vanished for your area for two weeks, uh-huh. you not get one drop safe inside your tanku. Hey. Hadia, our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water, water tank. tank? Yes, water tank. Mamma mia. That water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Kumasi Selenium. <laughs> that water tank be tough like Ghana and That water tank, they carry water pepepe. So say some no go left inside the supply tank. Mm-hmm. What a tank. That's my boss, Mr. Foncho go talk. <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank by Duraplast. Thanks for staying on the Midday News. Mubarak Haruna is here with the latest from the world of sport. Hello. Thank you very much, Benis. Now, Hearts of Folks say they have already paid a portion of the Arias old former coach Slavko Matic after FIFA intervened in the matter on Tuesday. The Phobians were reported to have been ordered by FIFA to pay the Serbian coach an amount of $50,000 for wrongful termination of his contract back in March this year. But the Phobians have clarified the issue in a statement. They said the amount owed Matic is $14,000, a portion of which has already been paid to the coach. Now, Black Stars Vice Captain Thomas Pate is likely to stay at Arsenal for the upcoming season after joining the club's pre-season camp in the US. Arsenal's squad list for the tour was without the Ghanaian midfielder. He was rumored to be on his way out following the signing of Declan Rice, but it is understood the Ghanaians are no longer keen to offload him. Back to you, Benis. Thank you so much, Mubarak. Good to see uh, that party is still with Arsenal. Are you an Arsenal fan? No, I sympathize with them. Okay. Thank you. Now, uh, on a rather sad note, a 10-day-old ten, a baby boy has died at the KNUSD hospital in Kumasi in a suspected case of medical negligence. The baby was sent to the facility for circumcision, but hospital sources say he suffered a cardiac arrest and died a few minutes later while under the care of the medical team. Ohemming Terry of our health desk reports the situation has left his parents devastated. On April 3, 2023, Mohammed Jamal and Halima to Adams took their son, Faraj Mohammed, to the KNUSD hospital for a simple procedure, male circumcision. The baby was received by a nurse who took him to the theater for the procedure. 
It was Monday, 3rd April. The baby was 10 days old, so we decided to send him to the hospital for circumcision. We bathed him and he was well until we sent him to the tech hospital. At the hospital, they showed us the theater. We met a nurse who examined the baby, undressed him and took off his diapers the wild cry of the baby was heard for the last time by the parents who were then seated at the waiting area of the theater. Then some senior nurses and doctors were seen rushing into the theater, a development which made the parents distraught. The baby's mother, Halima to Adams, knew something bad had happened to the baby but how to endure a long wait to hear news about her son. I didn't allow the daughter to lie. I told him I think my child was dead. I felt something bad had happened to my son. The thought of losing their only male child under bizarre circumstances has left the couple traumatized. The feeling or the pain that you go through is something you cannot even express it. The psychological pains, the trauma that you go through any night. When you hear the cry of the child, you, you can't do anything, you can't focus. Authorities at the KNUST hospital have declined comments on the mother. The university relations officer says the matter has been referred to the legal department of the university. But a patient-centered non-governmental group, the Advocacy for Medical Malpractice Victims, is leading a campaign to bring justice to the Jamals. Kwame Brobe Apia is the executive secretary. We believe strongly that we will be able to establish a prima facie case against the hospital. And the little checks that we have made with the hospital, the person that uh, supposedly conducted the procedure was not an expert in that field, and the person was unqualified. That was a report brought to you by your hemingteria of our health desk. Still on health, reducing stigma and ensuring access to quality mental health care in Ghana is yet to be achieved. NGOs that have attempted to complement government's effort get overly stretched due to immense need for human and financial resources. Well, citizens are now demanding immediate governmental intervention for holistic care for mentally challenged persons who we see all over our streets across the country. Hanodami has been exploring mental health care in this feature titled Minds on the Street. In August 2022, a mentally challenged woman hit a man with stones at this particular spot. For those who stay and live around, it was a moment of reawakening. For how long are they going to tolerate or look over their shoulders when they see a mentally challenged person in the vicinity. Sometimes they come towards you whilst you are walking and you are a little scared, especially during the night. They try to follow you. It is something which is really, you know, uncomfortable. And I feel the government should try to put them together in one place. That's intervention. Most on March 2022 by the then medical director of the Accra Psychiatric Hospital, Dr. Pinaman Apau. She revealed the redevelopment of the facility into a 220-bed hospital was under government's Agenda 111 program, but almost a year on, not much has happened 
in terms of a pull-down and a fixed lift. Former director of the Accra Psychiatric Hospital, Dr. Kwisio Delsing on this development. All things were more or less in place, but somehow it's told. I'm sure that somewhere along the line, you'll get the funding to continue the program. I am Hannah Odami for joining us. Well, and before we go, let's just uh, quickly dash to Parliament because the Majority Chief Whip, Frank Anodompre, is defending the continuous absence of some of his NPP colleagues from sit-ins. Despite the NDC minority's boycott of the House, the NPP side has also not been able to marshal all its numbers for critical business. According to Mr. Anodompre, there's no Parliament in the world where all